Welcome to Dicks in a Macro. Hold my popcorn, where the fuck we're called now. Um, I, I'm, ho- I'm You're guest Tim. hosting today. I'm Tim. Tim again, <laughs> guest hosting today. Uh, Max is going to take a break from the hosting, and he's going to let me stumble my way through, stutter and sputter, and ruin the podcast. Anyways, today we're doing... Um, 19 something or others, Dirty Harry. Yeah. And Clint Eastwood as his prolific character, like the best character ever invented, Harry Callahan, Detective Harry Callahan of the San Francisco Police Force. Uh, as always, today I'm joined with our good buddy uh, and host extraordinaire, Maxwell. Max, how you doing? Hanging in there, Timmy. Looking forward to uh, discussing the movie that made police brutality fun. <laughs> There was a ton of good stuff about police brutality in there, all of which I condone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we have a a extremely uh, scared and uncertain John Anoshiak, who I'm looking at right now, who's already afraid of what we're going to say about this movie. Uh, John, how you doing, buddy? Um, I was going to say that I'm Harry, but this shit just got Harry, so... <laughs> <laughs> If I just uh, rage quit, get the fuck out of here at some point, you know what it is. So uh, vote John, 2024. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Don't use any of this to judge me for an election. That'll be fine. How are you, Tim? So I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Harry, uh, you know, this is one of my probably fifth favorite movie. So after all the lethal weapons, this is my favorite movie. Um, Yeah, my wife wanted to say, um, let Tim know I said, fuck you, Tim. Why? She didn't like Why? this movie. <laughs> Why not? She's, Dirty she's, Harry really isn't a movie what, for women. What do you... Uh, so that's... I, I take offense to that, number one. <laughs> as a man, I, I take offense to yeah, that. Because I yeah. identify as a man. No. Um, Lisa loved it. Really? Yeah, she enjoyed it. I mean, like, we both agreed that the music was way over the top, but Love the music. effective. But very effective. No, that was the one thing. We were like, this is insane, but it's very effective. Because it would still get me amped up, like, during some of the little, like, baby chase scenes and stuff. Um, you know I, what? And But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm just happy that Tim got to see some yabos. Oh, my God. So many yabos. All different shapes and sizes, too. Yeah. Nice. It was some beautiful. Some of them dead, some of them alive. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> <laughs> some with a pulse, some without. Hey, you know what? Right. It's not illegal to look. I'm just saying. <laughs> There oh, might boy. be some kind of laws around looking at dead people, though. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? If you're, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. Keep it moving, Not Tim. if you're Keep horny. All right, go ahead. Chugga, chugga, All chugga, right. chugga. So, for those unfamiliar with the, uh, the Dirty Harry franchise, this is the first movie in the trilogy of Dirty Harry movies. The other ones aren't entitled Dirty, Dirty Harry. They're entitled something else. I appreciate but this that. this is... This, um... This movie is the first entitled Dirty Harry, starring the single greatest actor of all time, Clint Eastwood. Bar none, hands down, Clint Eastwood, far and away the best actor of all time, um, as Harry Callahan. Um, and there's just a bunch of other people in it that we don't have to mention. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's way, get Tim, into it. Um, not yeah. a trilogy. There's five of these movies. Five of these movies, as I stated before. <laughs> um, five let's of just, them. Let's just get this 
off. I'm going to just get this cock off my chest right at the beginning of this movie. And spoiler alert, everybody. Um, the movie ends with Dirty Harry throwing his badge into a reservoir. And we have four more movies. Yep. Goes yes. all the way up until 1988. Great. Love it. Okay, let's keep going. He gets the, he gets the badge back. Let's just oh, say this. There's shit. only three of them are worth watching. <laughs> I'm going to need this back. Oh, wow. So yeah. you shaved a couple off. That's really generous. Of no, no. Okay. I didn't know there were five. I've only seen the good ones. <laughs> I know in the last movie is, um, I think it's like Jim Carrey's film debut where he gets murdered in like the first few minutes. Yeah. It's called The Deadpool. It's the name of the movie. Yeah. Huh. Um, so the movie opens. There's a 70s sexy broad, you know, like the she's not really like hot, but like in the 70s she was hot. She's swimming in a rooftop pool and we see her through the scope of a gun. Bam. She's shot in the back with what apparently is a red paintball. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> she then holds that her was... breath and bubbles underwater as she dies. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, you know what? Since you're not shooting on site in LA, you can't just find extras. Just anywhere you went to san francisco she had just taken five bong rips she did the best she could okay right yeah and i mean she probably you know that's pretty good paintball shot from across uh <laughs> yeah you know like i remember when i had my tip in 95 and all of that and the crazy induction barrel nonsense or whatever and it would float it yeah it didn't make it a couple city blocks unfortunately right especially with a little bit of air drift but you know I can imagine sniping somebody in San Francisco is pretty difficult to do with all the elevation and the wind and mm-hmm. yeah, this every shot. Everything's wrong. You've got the fog that throws it off a little bit of friction there on the bullet while it's spinning. We get to actually hear um, Dirty Harry try to explain how they were able to trace this gun and bullet and all of that shit later. But OK, his boss doesn't give a shit. So that's fine. Right. So um, all this all that was happening through. Like the very classic Dirty Harry soundtrack, which is just a lot of like, do 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 And this is all happening in the opening credits, and then the credits stop right when Harry Cal Detective Harry Callahan climbs the roof that the shot was taken from and finds a letter from Scorpio. Boom. Yes. So, um, everybody, I need you to understand that the first 15 minutes of this movie are the opening credits with the same track played on repeat of Dirty Harry just walking around looking at shit like Kim Jong-un. Just, <laughs> yep. just looking at shit. Just, oh, that's great. Oh, wow. Well, okay. And then, yeah, gets on top of this building, finds the note, finds the bullet. You know what? But he's a good enough cop to where he picks up the bullet with a pen. And that's how I knew he meant business. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got two things here. First of all, I want I want that music to follow me just in life when I'm just doing like mundane yeah. things, just to make it <sighs> everything. I just, agree. It'll just make you feel like you got a purpose in life when you're just like vacuuming. <laughs> you know, I want to be in the grocery store with that music following me when everyone else can hear it. And <laughs> I want to be just only my dog shit like, and have that music yeah. playing. No, it's it, 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 the whole Tim. movie is nothing but like one giant snare drum where I feel like I'm like trying out for the band. That's stressful. I don't need that following me around. Give okay. me a fucking tuba band any day or a little bit of synth. I'm surprised you weren't mm. looking for a little bit of synth when you walk out the door every day where it's like. That's the only one I'm driving at night, John. At night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you, <laughs> I'm not going to ask where the fuck you're driving to in rural it's Tennessee. It's all so good. Just, Second thing is just, has anyone ever looked cooler than Clint Eastwood? He is um, the coolest yeah, uh, fucking looking uh, dude. 
Uh, me. Yep. Me. Be- it, me. 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 <laughs> because I don't wear sweater vests. It doesn't matter what Clint Eastwood's wearing. It totally matters. No, it does. Yes, he, it does. He looks great in that suit. He yes, looks he great does. in that suit. He doesn't kick ass when he's wearing that sweater vest. He John, does not kick ass when he's wearing that sweater vest. John, as a man who used to wear tweed in college, I'm surprised. I am not talking about tweed. I think the tweed is fantastic. I think the tweed is robust. I think the tweed helps you deal with the mist and the ups and downs of the weather in the microclimate of San Francisco. But it does not justify wearing a fucking sweater vest that's probably made of cashmere while you have a 357 Magnum in your fucking pocket. No. He's a 44 Magnum, by the way. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, it's a 44 Magnum. Um, Lisa asked me the, uh, the difference between a 44 Magnum and a 357. I couldn't tell you. It's whether you're it's feeling lucky. the caliber of the bullet. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, which is going to actually blow your arm off. Who cares? Nah, the one, you. The one that Dirty Harry carries. <laughs> oh, you take your fucking so anyways, nuts, kid. Harry Dirty Harry Carey here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Carey. <laughs> Uh, Harry Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone asked you if you were going to bite the bullet, would you? <laughs> it's a simple question, doctor. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so cut, cut head. scene. <laughs> cut scene from Harry finding the note to the mayor of San Francisco's office as he condescendingly reads the note from the Scorpio that is just a bunch of rambling nonsense and some stuff about how he's going to kill a Catholic or a black person. So, um, then Harry walks into the mayor's office and immediately exposes how big of a moron the mayor is. And he also ex- displays that Harry Callahan don't take no guff. <laughs> except from his own boss. Hmm. Yes, except from his own except boss. Except from his own boss. Every time he tries to explain the real police work that's going on, his boss like feels the need to stand up and walk to another chair and sit down and interrupt him and say something that makes no difference, you know, whatsoever. Um, I was really waiting though for the mayor to just say, we have to find this guy so we can put him on double secret probation Uh, because it is the exact same actor who plays the Dean in animal house. And I could not take him seriously. That's who that guy is. The exact same character movie. Yeah. In every way. It's just like, this is bullshit. We cannot stand Mm -hmm. for it. Hmm, Whiskey at three, (laughs) whiskey at noon. Let's go. uh, God. And those fucking, I wanted to rip off his sideburns with my teeth. Mm. with my fucking teeth. But anyways, Tim. Well, so Harry um, Harry tries to explain what's going on with the investigation. As John's pointed out, his boss just completely interrupts him every time. And the meeting sort of just ends with Harry insulting the mayor. Um, after explain, Well, I don't, I don't really... <laughs> Yeah, How do you know he's trying what? to rape her? But when I see a naked man with a hard on running down the street, it's like whatever he's like. Hmm. Makes a good point. Yeah, figure he's now collecting for the Red Cross. Yeah, yeah. with a butcher's knife, with and butcher's even knife. the mayor at the end says, "You know what? I think he has a point there." Yeah, fair right. enough. Fair enough. So then the uh, you know cut scene from the mayor's office. There's a lot of cut scenes in this movie. I the reason one of the reasons why I really like this movie is there's no fat on this movie. There's like really nothing that isn't driving plot, that isn't establishing character and a driving plot, which is great. It's a, it's a tight it's a tight hour and a half movie. So tight you know, plot, we cut but from, they do. I'm sorry, Tim. Tight plot, yeah. but they do like drag some scenes on just because it's the 70s. And there's some right. scenes that which could have been cut like four or five seconds either before or after the scene. Oh, that's true. That's true. 
But I do. I'm just saying there's no like there's no scene in there that's like just a throwaway scene that you're like, why is that even there? Yeah, it's not it like him running into some girl anything. at a coffee shop and giving her shit and then yeah, like none of that. Right. Right. So um so cutscene for the mayor's office. Harry goes to his sh- favorite lunch butt, which is apparently operated by Chef Boyardee. Uh, <laughs> for He's his eating usual all of his lunch. food. <laughs> yeah. What was it called? The Burger Den or like something like that? Yeah, something like, like that. The Burger yeah. Den. He's eating a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. He go, Harry goes. Fuck your rules. Give me the give me the usual, and the guy goes, uh, the usual lunch or usual dinner. And Harry's like, what's the difference? He's like, not much. <laughs> One hot dog. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. the yeah, longest so hot usual, dog. Yeah, Harry's usual lunch or dinner is um, it's a foot long hot dog, but the ever observant Harry sees a bank robbery in prog- kind of in progress. Tell Chef Boyardee to call in a 211 in progress. And he says, I'm going to wait till the cavalry arrives. Which is him. <laughs> and then yeah. takes a big mouthful of that hot dog and then immediately goes, shit. Once he sees right. that the bank is actually fucking being robbed. Also, like, that is the longest hot dog that has ever been served in San Francisco. Does that only go when you have a 44 Magnum in your pocket? That you need to have <laughs> a hot dog that's as long as your fucking gun? I'm just sad that they didn't make any gay jokes. They got close, and this was definitely a weird foray into like, oh, a conservative man living in a liberal city who still is tolerant at the same time, but doesn't take any shit. He hates everybody equally, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, um, you know, the the bank robbery starts getting out of control. Harry realizes he has to step in. So he just walks out of his lunch dot, you know, doesn't. Doesn't notify anyone these police. Just forty-four Magnum drawn. Just started spraying bullets like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and he he kills the guys in the car. The car flips over. There's explosions. There's people running over. He kills one of the bank robber or shoots one of the bank robbers. The bank robber's injured. He and, kills uh, like four people before he even swallows the first bite of his hot dog. He's chewing yeah, on that hot dog He's the, chewing entire the entire scene. time. The entire time. The entire time. How funny would it have been if he got into that monologue and then he just starts choking on the hot dog? (laughs) That's just the, that's just being an actor because anytime you have to actually eat food in a movie, it's like terrible food. They never want to actually like swallow it. So he's just like, he's as an actor, he's just like, I don't want to fucking swallow this, but I kind of have to. Yeah. Like, no, real people outside of actors and or Clint Eastwood, because we know he has special power, so he can probably shoot a gun and chew food at the same time, unlike the three of us, because we are lesser beings. We are talking about Clint Eastwood, after all. But I had a football coach who was always infamous for just having a huge old chew in the side of his cheek. And I'm talking chewing tobacco, not dip, that you put in your lip. Big old pouch. He'd put half a pouch in there, and he would start screaming at somebody on the defensive line and then immediately start choking every time. You're like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and then you, you just see like an entire line of all the linemen going <laughs> and then we would get our asses kicked but still it happens I don't know how the fuck he did it he is a greater man than we are mm-hmm. so uh, yeah so Harry walks up to the injured bank robber and this is like this happens twice in the movie but this is like the most iconic scene in the movie where he walks up and he goes I know what you're thinking did he shoot six shots or only five? Well, to be honest, I lost track in the chaos myself. But, yeah, you know, this is a forty-four Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> he starts pointing at his throat. <laughs> right, right. 
This turns into the fifth element in about 30 seconds. Yeah. Joking! Yeah. Joking! <laughs> um, so, you know, he says, this is a 44 man and blow your, heat, your head clean off. Clean so the question is, do you feel lucky? Do you punk? And then he said, and then you know, the bank robber thinks better of it. Um, then he goes, this is a black, this is a black bank robber, by the way, folks. He goes, hey, man, I gots to know in his jive talk. And then Harry, <laughs> following good police procedure, you know, says, oh, I forgot to shoot this unarmed black man and walks back and tries to shoot him. <laughs> Turns out he did, he did take six shots, though. Smirks at him. He's like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Well, yeah. he walks off chuckling, yeah. like, oh, that was the funniest mm-hmm. thing ever. Like, no, not that I just made someone's life flash before their eyes. Like, I don't care if he robbed right. the fucking bank. This is Riggs's father, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same hair. 100%. Same fucking hair, too. Same haircut issue where even his own boss, once again, later in the movie, is like, when are you going to get a haircut? When you do. <laughs> yeah, right? Same jumper thing that we'll get into later, too. Yeah, yeah. Also good. Um... Yeah, so again, we're going we're to cut scene here. Harry got shot during that whole melee, and he goes to the doctor. Doctor, um, the only really important thing in this scene is that we find out that Harry's wife is dead. I didn't even pay attention uh, to that, so thank you, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. I, I just appreciated that he's a very fiscally responsible individual. Where he, like, the doctor brings out the scissors. He's like, "What's are those for?" He's like, "Oh, I'm going to cut your pants off so that way we can get to the wound." And he's like, mm, "For twenty nine ninety five, I'm going to take the pain and take these pants off." <laughs> actually, okay. So good. this is this is actually. I'm glad you brought that up, John. Thank you very much because I have a thing where I I feel like if Mister Dooley, if Bill's dad was a cop, he would be Dirty Harry. <laughs> Yes, like I can't, I can't, <laughs> shit. I can't get Mr. Dooley and Dirty Harry out of, like they are the same person to me in my mind. They have the same. They they both have that Eastwood scowl too. Yeah, they both have the Eastwood scowl. They both have a disdain for everything, <laughs> and they're both like. And this is the moment when I go. This is Mr. Dooley when he's like, "Fuck you, you're ruining my pants." <laughs> it's exactly something that Mr. Dooley would say. <laughs> The what do you only mean? The difference It'll... is that Mr. Dooley be in jean shorts. Yep. <laughs> yep. I need to see a picture of this guy sometime. Oh, dude. Yeah, they're like the same person. <laughs> so I'm like, I th- uh, thank you for bringing that up, John, because I was like, remember, I remember that thinking in that scene last time I watched it, well, you know, a day ago, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, it's Mr. Dooley. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a shout out there to Bill. Bill, tell us, is it real? Yep. After Harry goes to the doctor, he then lands on the he- police headquarters in a helicopter, goes down to talk to his boss. Helicopter goes back to the rooftops to search for Scorpio. And then we're fi- we find out that Harry gets saddled with some new partner. Oh, Chico. Yep. My boy. And, uh, yeah. yeah, Harry expresses, you know, when he meets Chico, Harry expresses uh, his love for the Hispanic people. <laughs> college educations I, no, I so I, I was so impressed by like the super fat dude who was just like hanging out and Fatso? like you know and, and yeah, Fatso, Georgia, is that yeah. his name Fatso, yeah. Yep. yeah and he's just like oh yeah he just rattles off like every racial slur known to the American tongue in all the bad ones 15 seconds except he misses the Mexican one and then of course Dirty Harry has to say oh them nah Yep. Them with, the worst, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. With a wink in But the then eye. drops a little wink in there. Just, you know, not that the Chico sees, but just to the other guy. Like, no, no, it's okay. Don't let him know yet. 
I'm, I'm a cute guy. I'm a cute racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lovable racist. That's all I can really, there's nothing else I can elaborate or expand on in this joke without getting offensive. <laughs> just Moving granddaddy. On. It's like granddaddy racist where it's like, you know, it's like, well, he was raised different. I remember that discussion with like those relatives that you would see at Thanksgiving. We're like, how come he used the N-bomb, mom? It's like, well, and that was yep. how the conversation went because then your parent ran off and go grab a drink <laughs> as fast as they could. He's, he's 70s straight male racist or progressive which is which is to say he's he probably doesn't hate anybody but he's not gonna let you know that and he's still gonna be offensive (laughs) in every way possible right okay so after harry after it's established that harry is you know hates every race color creed and religion on the planet um they you know again we're gonna cut scene to a rooftop overlooking a church and a park and Scorpio's looking over the park and the church and he's ready to make his next kill um, after the city didn't pay up the money he wanted. So this was actually a very interesting part because Lisa and I started psychoanalyzing the killer immediately. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, so either we were abused by a priest or yep. we are a self-hating gay man whose first lover was a, a, a black man, perhaps. I mean, just super complicated. And we never got any answers, and I'm okay with that because, spoiler alert, this motherfucker gets his fucking brains blown out, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he actually doesn't get his head shot off, but that's neither here nor there. But it was very interesting to see them try to lay, just sprinkle in, in like 1971, a little bit of context on why this this killer might be just fucking crazy. That's kind of cool. It, I think it's a good point, Jen. There's so much subtext to the killer, and a lot of it just comes from the mere fact that they're in San Francisco. If right. You, if this was set in Kansas City, the, that subtext would not be there. <sighs> you know, and to build off of that, it's so refreshing that this wasn't set in Los Angeles or Manhattan yeah. for a fucking change, mm-hmm. you know, for like a cop movie. Um, but you get all of those wonderful things that you get out of San Francisco, especially the guy that, that the, the killer is about to shoot and that wonderful purple shawl that he has on. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my God. Just Fantastic. I can see the velvet from here. Like, mm, touch my body. Nothing but pure silk touches this body. Like, damn. Mm. <laughs> I'm happy he didn't kill him. Yeah, that's the one I was I was happy that didn't die. I'm like, ah, oh, don't kill this guy. He's just trying to have a coffee with his buddy. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You need an ice cream. Yeah, oh, yeah, ice, ice cream. cream. That's what it is. Yeah. Even yeah. better. <laughs> they're just, they're just flailing around eating ice cream. You know yeah, what I mean? Dead wrist eating yeah. that ice cream. <laughs> yeah. He is he is flinging that ice cream cone around like it's a fucking, like it's a baton, you know? <laughs> I mean, shit, dude. This was back in the day before San Francisco, like where in broad daylight you'd get robbed by screwdriver point. Like it's a totally different town back then. So Yeah, they're right. they're a year away from it don't go into total shit once a Watergate happens and the the 60s are finally dead but um another thing too is interesting like going back to scorpio is that i mean obviously he's he's a serial killer but like the the term serial killer hadn't even been coined yet it would be like another 10 years until that point so Mm. like they're talking about like his you know his motives or whatever it's like no no they they like to repeat and do these same things it's like there's no profiling that had ever been established to this point yet yeah, so profiling was purely done in Hollywood. Yeah, so they're just kind of guessing. Like, I don't know. He's like a 
he's like a convenience store robber. He's got to go to the same place over and over again. Well, you know, it's interesting that they don't, because they still give him real life motives. Like he wants money. It's not yeah. like he's a serial killer, but he's, he's not motivated purely by the desire to kill things, to kill people. He's like, still has that sort of more rational motive, which is, which is sort of indicative of what you're saying, Max. It's not like there's that pervasive knowledge and culture that there are serial killers and they're motivated by this and profiles and all that shit, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like the guy's asking for cash straight up, but like, you know, the scene that we're, you know, we're talking about where he's getting, he's, he's tempting to get ready to shoot this guy with the wonderful Shaw. I just can't stop talking about it. Um, but he's, 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 I'm going to fucking, but you've ever seen that picture of uh, what's his face from 30 seconds to Mars watching the guy in the green jacket walk down the runway. I'll send it to you later. It's the funniest fucking thing. Um, but um, so when the, the beautiful gentleman in the purple shawl walks out of frame and out of the sniper scope and the, and the killer can't see him, he gets really upset because he was like, that's the guy I'm going to kill. Mm-hmm. So you're still seeing it pulled back to where this guy is a legit serial killer. Does he need that fucking cash money? Hell yeah. But it doesn't mean that he can't love it while he's getting that cash money. So, Oh, yeah. No, it's it's clear that he's like he loves killing and he's definitely has that as like a it's a factor in the whole thing. But it's interesting that they didn't just make him appear like straight out serial killer like mm. Ted Bundy or. Or whatever his name is. Yeah, you know. They didn't exist yet. Yeah, right. yeah. So back to so, Max's point. Yeah, they really just weren't prepared to understand that. And here's another thing, too. I guess I was just thinking as we're talking about him. Because, like, if you ever read about him, they always say that he's, like, a psycho or a crazy person. I think even, like, the synopsis of this movie is, like, you know, like, Dirty Harry trying to, like, stop a psychotic killer. But he doesn't mm-hmm. really do anything psychotic. Like, everything he does is planned ahead of time. Like, he had, the, like, all the people he wanted to kill, he picked out ahead of time. He like, as we'll right. find out later, like he stages a police brutality beating that just got mm-hmm. Callahan off his back. Like a crazy person doesn't do that. That's someone who has like no, a no. fully formed plan. Oh yeah. He's very smart. And I think he's acting like he's crazy, but he's not. Right. Or I right. don't know. I mean, I think it's, uh, maybe, he could just be eccentric. Character. Yeah. He's a very interesting character. It's so layered. It's so yeah. layered what he is. And um, the reason why he got the role is because originally it was supposed to be like a fat, balding guy, apparently. Yeah. They had to completely change the character because Eastwood saw him in a play. Like, this is his first movie he had ever done. And Eastwood's like, yeah. I like that guy. We, we should have him do it. And then the, one of the producers is like, yeah, he looks like a like a choir boy. That's good. Like, let's have him be the killer. <laughs> kind of unexpected. Because, right. I mean, back then they were still having villains with like <clears throat> with like patches on their eyes as bad guys, you know? Right, right. Nineteen seventy-one. Well, it's sort of like time. You know, there's a lot of we we probably haven't gotten this deep in like movie no. shit in a while. <laughs> yeah, but there's a right. there's a lot of like it's sort of his character is sort of like a metaphor for the hippie culture turning mm-hmm. sour mm-hmm. because the hippie culture through the sixties was this like flowery, you know, peace, love, all that shit, and then the seventies hippie culture became. Like it kind of, the, it kind of soured because, of, yeah, drug addiction, and it became and, yeah. exactly not about the the politics or the, like the peace and love, but more about the drugs and the just became seedy. Well, that's the thing too. With this guy is that he has a peace belt that he wears the whole the whole movie. The peace sign, you know, he's got this it's flowing like hair. Yeah, it's yeah, all he broke it. It's a broken yeah, belt because he up. had other little 
things that nice things don't know what you call those yeah but i mean yeah. he looks like the people of san francisco but he's more like dirty harry like a wolf in sheep's clothing like the guy is just malicious right. and vicious and loves killing people and right. will do it as long as he can exactly until harry kills him <laughs> it's the only way until it's harry gonna shoots stop. him in the fucking dick <laughs> uh, right there fred hey we're back on track <laughs> all right my yeah. out of it. <laughs> shoot him in the cock uh, that's what i always say <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, Scorpio starts lining up the shots uh, at at our beautiful, beautiful man in the shawl and his buddy. Mm. And um, but the helicopters, the police and the helicopters have been circling the rooftops trying to find this guy. They they nab him. They spot him out and they chase him off the rooftop. And um, so there's a description after they chase him off the rooftop that there's a the assailant has a tan briefcase. And so we cut scene again to Harry and Chico driving the streets of San Francisco looking for a guy with a tan briefcase. That's a really, you know, specific thing to look for as we see it it leads them to the perfect suspect. <laughs> the perfect suspect. <laughs> really backfires, really backfires there. Because you know, then what happens is um Chico sees a, a tan briefcase, Harry follows him. Starts climbs up on a trash can to peek in the window where the guy with the tan briefcase goes into, and boom, we're introduced to the best character in the movie. Max, who is she? Hot Mary. Whoa, hot Mary. Hot Mary. Red <laughs> quote, hot. Unquote, man, air quote you. on the hot. <laughs> she is a good 260 pounds. Nah, yeah. dude. Nah, nah, perfectly fine. You want to know why? Because she could beat the shit out of any three of us. And. Then she's with her smother tits. that little Asian man. <laughs> you knew what was happening yeah, next. She's no, got to sit I mean, on like, that dude. Seriously, you you drop one of those titties on a can, it's crushed. I mean, <laughs> impressive shit. This work, dude. We're still in the free love movement, man. It's fine. It's okay. Bring it all, all shapes. It is so funny. Just I, I'm sure Tim, you're gonna talk about it in a second, but just how all the homeless people just like they just jump Dirty Harry, and then like what they they're like they're um they're reasoning for it. It's like he was peeping on Hot Mary. <laughs> it's just like the most yeah. ridiculous thing. <laughs> they're so protective of Hot Mary. Hot Mary gives out slap jobs for two bucks. For, yeah, <laughs> in that alley, the fucking flapjacks <laughs> are hanging over the window when she leans out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one peeps on those exactly. tits except for us. So for us, so your yep. local friendly homeless people. Holy shit. But damn, dude, they fucking lay the law down, too. It's, oh, it's they do. Alley. Oh, dude. There's there are some real, like, um, there's some real great like names for people that you I've never heard outside of this movie. One of them was when Harry and Chico were chasing this guy in the car with a briefcase. <laughs> And the people are crossing the street. Harry always runs him over and he goes, get out of the way, you hammerheads. <laughs> yeah, you hammerhead. <laughs> and, and the second one, the second one is when the homeless people beat up Harry and they're kicking him in the in the face. They go, goddamn pie, hawker. <laughs> I don't know what it means. But it's so good. I don't care what pie hawker, what a pie hawker is. I'm going to call everyone it from now on. <laughs> so... I really like though you said like when they're yeah they're driving down he's like get out of the way you fucking hammerheads you know and the whole thing but like where both cops are actively talking about just arresting everybody on an entire strip just yep. because like oh everybody <laughs> yes. here that's next to the sex shops like sometimes I just want to throw a whole net and bring him in like yep. um so you just want to illegally arrest everybody 
Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, love that. That aged well. Just yeah. like Pop used to do. <laughs> Law and order. Law and order. Yeah. Tell mm-hmm. you, this country went to shit after 1964. You know. <laughs> you guys know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after you had to pay for tits and couldn't see them forcefully. Ugh. Piece like, of legislative yeah, okay. that went through. Ruins goddamn Jesus. country. By the way, I'm referencing the 1964 Civil Rights Act, everybody. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what that was. Uh, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so Harry's getting beat up by the homeless people for being a goddamn pie hawker. And then <laughs> Chico comes in, breaks it up. You know, that's all kind of like whatever. Anyways. Oh, now I know why they call you dirty. <laughs> that, they, um... Oh, yeah, so Chico kind of insinuates that the reason why they call him Dirty Harry is because he likes to peep. Um, That'll that'll be a recurring thing. Right. Sorry, Tim. So then they get a call about an 804 in progress at the car, and Harry and Chico take off. Turns out an 804 is a jumper, and Harry leaps into action. Well, when I say leaps, he's coerced by the fire chief (laughs) into action to get this jumper down off a roof. And Harry does it the only way he knows possible by insulting him and making him want to kill him. <laughs> Riggs does a did it better. Fucking job. Yep. D- Riggs did it. Nah, this guy did it better than Riggs. Mm. He had to. He know. had to go up on the jankiest, the fucking jankiest cherry picker I have ever seen in my life. Dude. I do not know how it held both people. And that was real. He actually went up on that thing. So he, I got a little trivia on that because I looked that up as I was watching. I'm like, this doesn't look fake. Like there's no CGI didn't, didn't exist back then. And this background is moving. Like he's actually up there. So he actually went up in that little jankety thing and went up like 20 stories in the air and did that scene. And, um, they had him direct it and they gave them like six days to get that shot. Right. And Eastwood said, like, I'll do it in two. And then they did it all in that one night. They just nailed it. Because, like, Eastwood is, like, known for that. Like, he always delivers his movies on time and under budget. That's why people Mm. just give him whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, and he makes great movies. Yeah. But it's such a rarity in Hollywood for those two things to happen. (laughs) I can see why Clint was a conservative. Fiscal. Yes, very fiscal responsibility. Yep. Well, no overspending. Well, yeah, there's a difference. If you decide to govern, great. He's great. been a mayor forever. <laughs> he was. He was a mayor of his town for like 30 years. Um, mm. I did like the whole reverse psychology, though, of, you know, mixed in with him just straight up knocking the dude out when he's already airborne. <laughs> I know. He's like coming out, pat, like smacks him. One punch in the yeah. face, knocked out. All right, I got to hold this yeah. guy's lifeless body now. Another twenty stories. I want to down. know if that was the plan. He's like, I'm going to piss this guy off so much. He's going to, he's going to try and grab me and take me down with me. <laughs> yes. At which point, I'm going to knock him out. <laughs> I feel like you only route. could. He probably yeah. knew this guy ahead of time because, like, if you saw Bill Dooley on a bridge, like, you know, getting ready to jump, like, that's what you would do is just try to piss him off because he would immediately try to kill you. Son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then try true. to spear you, and then you save his life. And he still hates you for it later, but that's okay. <laughs> um so Harry Harry gets the jumper down off uh off the roof and you know Harry Callahan style there and then he gets to the bottom and he looks at Chico and he goes now you know why they call me dirty Harry every dirty job <laughs> and Tim got super hard 
Mm-hmm. Like, man, he's doing everybody's I, job. Dude, he was throbbing. Dude, like, what the fuck is it with Homicide always getting called in for the jumpers? Like, they aren't even dead yet. <laughs> it's like, you got the wrong guy. Yeah, like, I'm just going to try to kill him so that way I have work to do. Like, what I don't understand. What are we doing here? You want, want him to die? No, you don't. Okay. No, maybe they're incentivized not to to get them not to die so they don't have to do any work. Mm. Speaking of well, incentivized, they should get some kind of bonus for doing other people's jobs. That's some bullshit. Yeah. It's like, I'm already investigating yep. this goddamn fucking Zodiac knockoff. Now I gotta go save kittens from trees? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Find somebody else. You know, there's a staircase, too, that can get me up there. How about you guys go up the stairs, and I'll just mosey on up here, and then you can go get them from the roof. I'll be the backup. <laughs> Firefighters are like, we only deal with ladders. Oh, fuck. What happened? And Max is gone. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, good. There we go. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. So Harry gets the guy down off the roof. Cut scene to the morning. Um, Harry and Chico get a call about a shooting of a young boy. They respond. And it turns out this young boy is the latest victim of Scorpio. And Scorpio shot him from a roof next to a, looks like just a parking lot. This one, did they ever really tie him to this murder? Or was yes. this just a kid shot in the face? Okay. No, it's because he no, they said tied he was going to kill. He, he said he was, I'm going to kill a priest and, a, and a, somebody who's black. Yeah. Okay. And his mm. MO too, because he shot his, him from a roof with the same shells. gun. Yeah, yeah, they found the bullet yeah. shells on the roof. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys notice the ambulance in that scene? No. It looked like a moving van, but it I didn't focus It looked like a FedEx on. truck. Yeah, like did ambulances usually look like FedEx trucks? What the fuck was that? It was like you an ice cream FedEx truck. Started started as a body, as a body transporter. That was <laughs> what FedEx started as. <laughs> and fe- <laughs> hey, FedEx, if you think that's wrong, come get me. No, it's come great. meet me at the top of come te- <laughs> meet meet me at the top of fucking mo- the monument. If you think that I'm wrong, FedEx, <laughs> pieces of shit. <laughs> I know you're one guy. <laughs> yeah, I know you're one guy. And I know your name's Tony. <laughs> So speaking from experience, talk shit about FedEx all you want. Don't fuck with UPS. They'll come get you. <laughs> yeah, UPS. I'm not, I would never fuck with UPS. Mm-hmm. No. No, no, no. Don't do that. Harry and Chico report after the, the shooting of the kid, Harry and Chico report to the chief's office to discuss their latest plan to catch Scorpio, which is essentially put a bunch of police on rooftops, except for one roof, which presumably then he'll go to. It's the same one um, that he already used. That's that's their their idea. It's like he wasn't able to kill somebody on that one prior. So let's leave the door open and then we'll just stake it out. Right. And then Harry and Chico will be lying in wait to shoot him in the face. Turns so, out that Harry's a very shitty shot with a rifle. Give him a pistol yeah. all day long. He could shoot you five miles away. Cut scene to the nighttime. Harry and Chico are sitting on their rooftop staked out by the church. Harry gets a little distracted by some nice 70s titties. And then, bum, 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 Scorpio shows up. So this goddamn super cop completely forgets why they're doing this stakeout. And he's fully invested in looking at this naked woman who then, like, yeah. she's wearing underwear. Somebody knocks on the door. She does the opposite and goes like, oh, hold on, I'm coming. And then she takes all of her clothes off, answers the door with her clothes off. There's two women yep. there. They come in. He's like, all right, okay, I see where this is going. Oh, shit, there's a killer. <laughs> like, moves his fucking thing up. He goes, you owe it to yourself to live a little, Harry. <laughs> He's like, uh, 
the guy's up on the roof. You got to stop to smell the roses. Yeah. It's a perk of being a cop. You know, I really think that there might be something to him being called Dirty Harry and that he likes being a peeping Tom. Just this is saying, the second time he's been peeping. You know, just yeah. accidentally I saw a pair of tits. Oh, just accidentally. Like, no, you know what you're doing. I was I was really hoping to see, because, you know, he looks in multiple windows, too. He sees, like, this blind man getting screamed at. He sees some other people, like, watching TV. I was really hoping to then see, like, Daniel Hillard just freaking the fuck out because his, like, Mrs. Delphire mask just got ran over by a bus, and he's just running around like a naked woman's suit on. He's just like, God damn, San Francisco's going to goddamn hell. And just continue to look around. Yeah. Uh, but he's the man who can clean it up. No, instead <laughs> one he headshot then, at a time. Yeah, and instead he then just starts firing his Magnum forty four from half a mile away into a thickly settled apartment complex. Oh my god! And that's actually <laughs> oh, dude, the, yeah. that's the second time he's fired into like literal crowds. I mean, like when the bank the bank robbery was happening, he was firing down a street with seventy five people, and then yeah, same. He's thing. like sneezing while firing at the same time. He's not even looking <laughs> when he's fucking doing it. My whole thing with this is, like, they couldn't give Harry a rifle with a scope. They gave him a rifle with open sights. Like, he's, a, he's like, going to snipe someone across, like, 10 city blocks with fucking open... Yeah, it's, it was never going to work out. Isn't I'm that sorry. supposed to be for SWAT to do? Not just local yeah, inspectors? Yeah. <laughs> oh, when you get Harry Callahan. Yeah, my God. <laughs> He kills like five people just during that shootout. He's like, everybody's guilty about something. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I go to looks bed back, every night. Looks back at the in the naked woman's apartment. They're all dead. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's, he says something like, I guess it's the one that got away. Chico's like, that doesn't, that doesn't, no, that doesn't make sense. You killed them. They, they literally didn't go anywhere. <laughs> no, no, it was a ricochet from the submachine gun that the killer was carrying to use as a sniper rifle, apparently. That was a little weird. All of a sudden, this fucking submachine gun comes out of fucking left field. Oh, yeah. He had, like, the the Russian-style sub- submachine gun. The yeah. British style. Okay, so, you know, Harry misses Scorpio because he was too distracted by the, the titties. <laughs> and uh, so Scorpio <clears throat> escapes off the roof um, and kills a cop on the street and gets away. Scorpio gets caught a lot in this, which I was not expecting. Like the first time when he, when the helicopters are there, I was like, oh shit, they already, like, they got him already. <laughs> and then this time too, like, it's like they, they, they're so close so many times. If this wasn't 1971, Dude, they, like, they, he, there's nowhere he would have been able to go. Like, he would have been stuck. Exactly. Right. It's the good old days. You could still get away or run away. Oh, yep. holy shit. Mm. No cameras in every corner. Holy shit! Yeah, you know, seriously. Fucking Andrew Cuomo. Evidence. <laughs> staring down my dick. <laughs> Honest <laughs> to God, actually, that the country lost its um its freedom that all of these CPAC cunts fucking talk about and scream about at their fucking convention. We lost our true freedom of what you folks were actually worried about. Once. Two individuals couldn't duel themselves to death <laughs> in public. Mm-hmm. That's when we lost it. I actually Agreed. had a um, a smart shop owner in Amsterdam try to spin me that wheel um, while I was eating mushrooms way back in the day. And uh, <laughs> that's not the conversation you want to have with somebody after you're getting ready to fucking roll balls off mushrooms. Yeah, so. <laughs> with a fucking American high schooler who's tripping balls. This is the kind yeah, of conversation you, know. you want to have. Jesus Christ, yeah, and also like comparing uh, the Netherlands government to Nazism with a smile. Anyways, moving on. Hmm. We're moving on. 
<laughs> okay, so um, <clears throat> so cutscene. Harry and Chico show up to work in the morning after uh, Scorpio gets away and find out that there's a young girl that's been kidnapped and apparently Scorp- Scorpio sent this letter in that said he kidnapped her. I buried her in a park somewhere. Now Harry has, is on the clock to find her. So basically, Harry becomes like the fucking delivery man of the money Dude. that the Scorpio wants. No, Tim. And Scorpio, what? This turns into Die Hard with a Vengeance, Simon says. I know, dude. Straight well, on. I, know. I was like, holy yep. shit. I didn't even know. So. Yeah, exactly. Guys, we got to throw it out there. And this is just my opinion. This is just my opinion. I think that this movie is better than Die Hard. Ooh. I, I agree really do. I really do. It's it's simpler, more lean. It's a lean, mean fucking just 44 Magnum in the pants eating giant fucking hot dogs and violating civil rights. I mean, this is exactly what that movie wanted to do, but there weren't any rules yet. It's great. Listen, I'm, I'm going to, I'm a hundred percent agree with that, John. I think mm. it's, I think it's better than Die Hard. Mm. Mm. It, it just is for in my book, but you know, teach their own. I suppose. Indeed. Indeed. So I, I prefer Clint Eastwood, but I also would prefer John McClane to Harry Callahan. If that makes sense. Mm. I can see that. There's a little more humor in the uh, John McLean. So much fun. Those first three movies. Are, yeah, but I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't like offend minorities. Like Harry <laughs> does. You know, he just doesn't capture the Boston market. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. Listen. Like you've got to get the, the Boston demographic. Wasn't trying to talk about Boston Market. Was it like that deli place where you always get your rotisserie chicken. chickens from or whatever the oh, fuck? Yeah. yeah. I know. That's yeah, all they did. No, they, they do nothing but rotisserie chickens at Boston Market. But like the Boston demographic, unless you are actively talking shit about everyone that's not white. All right. Well, who's better doing a Simon Says then? Is it Scorpio or is it uh, Scar from The Lion King? Oh, definitely Scar. Yeah. Scar all the, day, all the time. Rather all than the him time. going like copper. <laughs> Holy shit. And then just yeah. hang up I mean, the phone. like, it's so weird. This guy's fucking crazy. I mean, like, definitely he got that part down right, but nobody looks as great as Scar eating a banana holding a submachine gun at the Wearing a top. woman's so, small tank top. Fuck yeah, dude. The vascularity and those biceps and that cock were fucking <laughs> unbelievable. And I put Jeremy that. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, get it. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Harry. Um, you know, becomes his delivery man for this money. Uh, the plan is that he is going to deliver the money. He has to show up to, like, the marina and get all... They know he's going to get all these fucking directions, going to get the runaround from Scorpio. Um, Chico isn't supposed to follow him, but Harry and Chico patch a plan so that he Chico's going to follow him with some fucking pre-radio shack, you know, microphone mm-hmm. gadget. And uh, the chase is on. So then it's basically just... 10 minutes of Harry running around San Francisco to different pay phones and, you know, shooting, almost shooting homeless people in the face in a tunnel um, <laughs> until he gets to the park, the entrance to the park where he just, he just sees people fucking in the bushes as a gay prostitute who's trying to accost him. Yeah, it was uh, nice he didn't beat the shit out of that guy. Oh, I was I was fully expecting. Go home, do it at home. Yeah, yeah, do it at home. Well, I love that. He was like, "Oh my god, I might get really hurt." And he's like, "Hurt yourself at home," or like yeah. some shit like that. 
Right. But like yeah, they, totally no, get, tolerant, very tolerant of it. I'm just like shocked. get the fuck out. I, I, I specifically wrote down that note being like, I cannot believe that he just let that guy go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, like he also mm. let the bums who beat the shit out of him go. Like this is the cop that San Francisco needs. Like still old <laughs> school, but at the same time, 100% tolerant and all about street justice. That's but in, all you need. But in reality, it's just because it's less paperwork for him to have to, to do later. <laughs> hey, you yeah. know what? You got to do what you got to do. And he wanted to beat the shit out of that guy, but he was like the paperwork. Oh yeah. I got other stuff to do. I just got tired of watching like literally like physically and emotionally tired of just watching Eastwood, a 41 year old Eastwood just slowly jog with his dress shoes all over San Francisco. Yeah. Like he looked exhausted. Oh yeah. Dude. He was, he was legit about to die when he got to the entrance (laughs) of the park. He stopped running. The whole rule is yeah. like if the phone's supposed to ring four times, and if it's the fifth time the girl dies, the phone rang like more than four times, and he just started walking. He's like, "Fuck it." Well, yeah, yeah. and everybody was surprised. Yeah. Spoiler alert: that the girl is dead already. Like, <laughs> and he already said, <laughs> nobody he said talks that about that. Yeah, well, Harry knew. He said that before. He's like, "You know, she's dead, right?" Yep, yeah. exactly. But she's a white fourteen-year-old. So, we can't take that <laughs> risk. Oh my god! Oh wait, hold on. She's black. Never mind. Nah, Let's nah, cancel yeah, the whole you're right, thing. Harry. She is dead. <laughs> um, so Harry gets to the top of the the park where the cross is, where Scorpio said that you know that was the last meeting spot, and he's gonna you know drop the money. So Harry's at the cross. Um, he's waiting around for Scorpio. Then Scorpio comes out and like fucking jumps Harry, like whacks him on the back of the head, starts beating the shit out of him. And tells him that he changed, Scorpio tells him he changed his mind, he's going to let the girl die, and he's going to kill Harry, too. Uh, he shit whips Harry, too. I mean, that he beats the fuck out of Harry. Um, yep. Kicks him but, in the back of the head against a wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, hey, you know what? At least there's Chico there who can't fire a fucking straight shot to save his goddamn life. Thank God Dirty Harry duct tape a fucking prison knife to his leg. His great, just super pale, patchy, hairy-ass calf. Oh, he doesn't have any just, hair. No, I'm sorry, John. I, I noticed that. I'm like, what is he, like a swimmer? He has no <laughs> fucking yeah. hair on his legs. But it's like, but it's that kind of like like white guy calf, though, where it's like all like, you know, the little like spindly, like, yeah. Very ashy. Like hairs and shit. Yeah, just like super ashy and shit. Like, And also, I'm just going to put this out there right now. Simple, like little, like desktop tape does not fucking strap a stiletto like split blade onto your fucking calf. Like, like you need tape. duct tape. Yeah, you need Especially yeah. not running like 10 miles. <laughs> it's like you're going to stab yourself. Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh my doing? god. Like, oh yeah, I got the clear tape from my desk. It's actually really high quality. Like, nah. They don't make things like they used to, boys. <laughs> so during all this running, we were talking about before the show how dark, like literally dark this movie is. I couldn't see fucking shit. This entire 10 yeah. minutes of him running around the park. Like, I had one light on in our house. I had to turn that off. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, I can't see anything. I can see a little bit of his, like, maroon sweat vest that he's wearing under his sports coat. But besides that, nothing. I, you, I'm really yeah. happy that you brought that up because I was, I, I got really pissed off thinking that because I have been battling with my new TV for weeks, trying to get it to the perfect Perfect, like all situational, you know, like brightness, contrast, all this bullshit. Got it to work, and then this happened, and I'm like, the fuck! I started adjusting my brightness on my on my uh, on my TV during this. I'm like, nope, nope, it's just okay. It's just the movie. 
right. Also, um, what's his face? Scorpio goes into like full Joker berserker mode at this point. Yep. And yep. I guess it, this was um, it was ad libbed by by uh, the actor when he like looks at um, Harry's gun, the Magnum, and he goes, "Ooh, that's a big one, <laughs> dude!" It was great. That is a great scene. Yeah. Don't die yet, you fucking oinker. <laughs> yeah, oinker. You know. And then yeah. when he gets stabbed, the yells that he makes when he's in pain are the weirdest, most like unique yells I've ever seen in any movie. Dude, he gets stabbed. It's such a good scene. He gets stabbed, and then it's camera shot turns to him going ooh yeah yeah yep and it's a long it's a long shot you know it's like 10 <laughs> seconds of him screaming like a weirdo and it it's so effective in the movie and it really is it's like that technicolor like red like red paint on his leg for blood too like it's <laughs> yeah. so blood red yeah. yeah so that's the thing cheek so chico shows up interrupts the whole like you know eventually the whole murder process for this guy and Chico, like John said, terrible shot, um, but distracts the guy enough that Harry can get out his knife and jab him in the leg. At which point, Scorpio lays out that scream we were just talking about and like falls down a hill <laughs> into a path. And um, yeah, he like stumbles away. He he's kind of like a nerdy killer, but he you know he's still everybody very knows this kid in high school. That like growing up was a kid that would like eat glue and do super weird stuff and was always like unkempt and just like yeah. would just try to get himself hurt for attention. Like that is Scorpio. Oh yeah. Did he make it away with the money? I feel like he got away with the money for a second and then he was like, No, fuck it. I'm done. <clears throat> I don't even know. It was so and then just like hop skipped his see. way home. Yeah, I know. That's a good <laughs> thing. It's not like but like even so that that okay, here's a good point about how dark this movie is. So yes, you cannot see entire actors in certain scenes of this movie, no matter what. But the briefcase, the bag that Harry is running around town with full of a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand or whatever the fuck the dollar amount is at this point, is phosphorescent yellow leather. <laughs> yep. You still cannot see that. <laughs> nope. Uh, but yeah, I think he dropped the, I think he actually drops the cash. And also we get to see him hop, skip, jump around for the rest of the movie. Yeah. 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 He sticks he, with he it. He doesn't, he doesn't get the cash. He doesn't get the cash. That's, okay. that's part of the reason why he still like keeps going. Uh, he didn't get the cash. Cause he still wants a 200 K at the end of the movie. Okay. And then, like, right before the scene ends, Harry, right before he passes out, just fires one random shot in the park, which was super safe. Yeah. (laughs) You're a police officer. What are you doing? That's exactly why I did it, Max. That's protocol. (laughs) I got a license to kill. Not really. (laughs) It doesn't really work like that, dude. So, you know, Rico gets shot by Scorpio. Rico's morally wounded, ends up in the hospital. Harry's all fucked up. You know, after we see that Scorpio kind of like stumbles into like a free medical clinic, which is important. And we'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, then Harry's laying on his boss's couch um, all banged up, at which point he gets a call from a doctor. They get a call from a doctor at a medical clinic saying, I just, hey, I just treated some guy with a stab wound. You get, I know you guys are looking for one. You get down here. So then Clint Eastwood... And fucking Fatso go down to the med clinic and the doctor tells him that um, the guy they're looking for actually works at the state, the football stadium across the street. Yeah, that was my note. I'm like, he lives at the 49ers stadium? 
Yeah. Pretty sweet, right? That's pretty cool. (laughs) You know, the the parallels between this movie and the Die Hard franchise are just insane. I mean, considering that like the Dulles Airport Die Hard movie were like the janitor who lives underneath Dulles Airport. I've never met him before and I've been there. And (laughs) there there was a lot stolen from this movie. It's proto Die Hard. For sure. I also like that Fatso's excuse not to jump this fence when they do a uh, breaking and entering without a warrant is that he ate too much linguine. Yeah, too much. Uh, too much. We got to go. Yeah. Harry goes, looks like we got to climb. And he goes, not for me. Too much linguine. I'll find another, another way, way in. in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, once again, Clint Eastwood was just laid up on a couch where with it as d- described by his captain or whatnot as like having at least two broken ribs. Definitely Meanwhile, cost. he is still able to scale a 12 foot fence, but the bad guy who was stabbed in the leg, who apparently had it actually fixed up. Unlike the broken ribs that Harry has still can't fucking run to save his goddamn life. <laughs> yeah. Cause Harry's a boss. Mm-hmm. That's true. He is a little pansy. And like I loved like the the half ass attempt to make it look like oh no he feels pain because he makes it over that twelve foot fence like sits there like he like stands up for a second kind of like and then keeps going it's like oh that's the only pain he registers sure he's the perfect cop that's mm-hmm. just forty one year old Clint Eastwood he's like oh my balls fuck <laughs> they're so big oh they chafe <laughs> I can just imagine the other way that uh, DiGiorgio found into. <laughs> The, the park being like a Chris Farley running through, like blasting through a door, like yes. falling through a door. <laughs> I was thinking just him getting in the car and then just driving through the fence that Eastwood just jumped. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Clint Eastwood finds fucking Scorpio. Scor- There's a brief chase where um, they chase the, st- the, like the limping Scorpio around the stadium. But then he gets out into the field and DiGiorgio hits the lights right when he gets in the middle of the field. And Clint Eastwood yells a one one loud halt and then shoots him right in the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> From 100 yards away. How do we know? Because he's yeah. literally 100 yards away on the football field. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So then walks up, he walks over to him and starts torturing him to find out where the girl is. The camera pans out, uh, almost like there's a helicopter above him, which I think there was at the time. And uh, cut scene to finding the dead girl's body. Um in a ditch in a, next like, to the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Quite the scenic spot. That was lovely. Yeah, I preferred the uh the purple uh the purple shaw. Yeah, I also just preferred not ever seeing a full frontal nudity um fourteen year old. I mean, I know she wasn't fourteen, but just they said that she was. I'm like, this is way too long. Like they, they yeah. just stood they stayed on that for way too long. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. And the fact that she was Supposedly, I mean, she wasn't dead, but supposedly dead. Also very gross. That's what I mean. The whole thing is just like, all right, okay, this is too much. We could have just, you know, been told. I think this could have been off camera being like, yeah, we found the body. And then they also mentioned that she was raped. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. The movies in the 70s were so fucking brutal. They were. Yeah, they were severe. They really were severe. Um, And I mean, it feeds in because then you're like, oh, this motherfucker's got to go. Yeah, and also you start to understand why Harry is just so jaded and broken. Yeah. Like, this is just a, yeah. a regular week for him. Right. It's a goddamn flower children. You're getting raped and thrown into ditches next to the Golden Gate Bridge. Peace and love my ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. 
So Harry Harry gets called to the district attorney's office uh, where the district or the pompous district attorney, real cunt bag, um, <laughs> this guy. tells Harry that all the evidence um, from the Scorpio arrest is inadmissible because Harry didn't follow procedure. And Harry's like, procedure? I was trying to save a girl's life. Yeah, clearly he hadn't seen the movie Seven before because this also happens in that movie. <laughs> right. They break they into just John pay homeless place. people to lie for him. Yep. I like that he says like a few things. He says Miranda, like the Miranda rights, and Eastwood just like gives him like a half squint. He's <laughs> like, "What? Yeah, like right. <laughs> the What's Miranda? That? Who? Yeah, Miranda? Are you me? Who's Miranda? I just shoot them so that way I don't have to. What? I've got to read someone their rights when they're dead, right? And Harry goes, "Well, the law's wrong." And that judge <laughs> over there like clutches his clutches his pearls, like he just like slapped his wife across the face. <laughs> Also, I love that the murder weapon is just lying on a top like a bunch of paperwork in that guy's office. Like, how's why yeah. is this not in an evidence locker? It's just yeah, not there. in a bag or guy, nothing. It's just no. He just picks no, it up yeah. and starts playing with it. The, the, yeah, the fucking uh, the DA. Like, what are you doing? Right. None of this is right. I know we don't have trouble uh, here on the episode, but I can tell you one thing. I don't think DAs are supposed to be holding murder weapons in their office. No, right. no, but this is why you cannot let um, sanctuary cities just get away with whatever they want to do. It's a good okay. point, John. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. That was too political. <laughs> wee, 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 wee. It was a different time, John. Um, it's okay. Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So suffice to say, uh, Scorpio gets away with, uh, you know, the murders. I can't, they don't charge him with any of it. Um, but that's not sitting well with Harry. So Harry starts following him around. Um, to all those local haunts, which was mm-hmm. essentially just a strip club. Roaring Twenties Bar. I, t- I took note yeah. of that place. Yeah, I want to yeah. go there. God hey, damn. That sounds good music and fantastic yabinos. yabos and yeah, booties. Exactly. I'm like, God, like yep. women had asses like that in 1971? Really? Oh, baby. Good Lord. The, the, yes, the, the human body has not changed that much in 50 years. <laughs> They to break perception of what people find attractive has, and that those people had 2021 20, ass and tits. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, so, Harry, um, Harry, uh, falls him around. Scorpio's like, ah, you know, I can't have this keep going on. So, he hatches a plan. He's like, I'm gonna have some dude in some abandoned, like, some chemical waste facility beat the shit out of me, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame it on Harry, you know, for like. Twenty dollars. <laughs> he pays this guy to do it. It's so weird. And then it's like it's better yeah. than you sucking my dick. I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything for twenty dollars. Um, <laughs> I love. I love at the end when the guy when Scorpio, you know, gets real, real racially offensive, and the guy goes, "This one's for free," and just like <laughs> fucking heel kicks him in the teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. On his, yeah, he drags him out of his little like kid forward. He goes, "This one's on the house." Kick right yeah. in the face. Dope. Right. Cut scene. Dope. Max laughing his ass off, yep. looking at the time. I, Twenty I, minutes I, I until airtime. I will say, in this scene, this is probably one of the best like acted out. Like I'm beating the shit out of somebody. Like where they yeah. really like. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of those punches landed. It was acted out really yeah, well. I like, agree. I could yeah. see the hits. I was like, damn, shit. I agree. And it, you know what? I felt it really, really was comforting that the guy was like, okay, so you want the whole $200 worth. Yep, every cent. Okay, great. Well, you might as well get comfortable. Puts a chair out for him. <laughs> and then immediately just punches just him the, the shit out of him. <laughs> I wonder if there was, like, a menu. I wanted to know if there was, like, a menu behind the guy being, like, you know, just, like, 
uh, a black eye yep. is like two dollars, you know. Like a, oh, a he bruise, got the platinum pressure yeah. point. He got the platinum nerve endings. Yeah, you want me to, to like, you want me to kind of cripple, like hit the nerve point in your shoulder so it slouches down too much. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Right? You want to make the it look like you got hit by a car? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Scorpio gets the shit kicked out of him by the guy. Um, then cut scene to him in the hospital. And, uh, you know, reporters for some reason are there. That's really never explained, but they're there. And he starts telling the reporters that he's been, um, persecuted by the San Francisco police department. And that the guy that beat him up was named Harry Callahan. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. By the way, the thing I wanted to say was I was expecting in that other scene, here's a Derek move in the past scene for him to be like, I thought that Scorpio was there to buy a gun, not to get his fucking ass kicked on purpose. Yeah. I mean, I was wondering what was up where he was like, so the whole $200 and he's like, yep, every cent. I'm like, what is really like, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't thinking a gun or anything, but I was like, that can't be it. It can't be a gun or anything if he's doing that. We also see how he gets his gun later and that's Mm. fucking yeah, oh, yeah. God, Jesus, goddamn! But yeah, finding a guy who specializes in beating the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah, no Craigslist back then. No, yeah. I just, I you just gotta you know just a guy. Gotta, yeah, you, just, you gotta know enough homeless people. Yeah, I guess <laughs> people do uh, anything for money, right? Um, you know, really, not nothing comes of this because the chief calls him into his office and uh, calls Harry into his office, and he's like, "Did you beat him up?" And he goes. Anyone who knows me knows I didn't beat him up. And the chief goes, well, how do you, how do we know that? And he goes, cause he looks too damn good. Yeah. At which point I <laughs> fucking came. I, <laughs> he's skate, skate, skate. Put some skate on top of your skate with some sprinkled yep. skate and some crystallized skate on top oh, of that so dirty, Harry. Oh my yeah. God, dude. Tim's oh. eyes are still huge right now. Oh my God. <laughs> the whole God. camera shook when he started just stimulating <laughs> sex acts. Dude, they my eyes just rolled backwards two times in my head. <laughs> Tim looked like Scorpio at the end of this movie, just soaking wet with his eyes rolled behind his head. Oh, what happened? It's much happier. Oh, it's ectoplasm. <laughs> Spooky ghost. Spooky, Spooky ghost. ghost. You go to horny jail now. Bye. <laughs> so after after Harry leaves the chief's office, he goes to visit uh, Chico. Blah blah blah. Chico's going to quit the force. There's uh, nothing really there. Cop um, stuff. Scorpio. The, the wife. I wasn't expecting being a cop's wife for it to be so difficult. People don't like him. I'm like, well, yeah. you're a fucking cop in San Francisco in 1970. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. What a dumb yeah. broad. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they just like kill a bunch of people at Kent State like last week? <laughs> like, yeah. come on. You're the most liberal city in the country, and there's a bunch, the, the cops are not liberal. No, they're not. So, okay. Anyway, again, who cares? Yeah. So after Harry and um, Chico's wife have the heart to tar- heart to heart, um, <clears throat> we cut scene to Scorpio walking into a liquor store um, where he beats the shit out of a, a cl- the clerk so they can steal his gun. Dude, all of this makes no sense. Th- this guy deserved to get his fucking ass kicked and his gun stolen. Mm-hmm. This person who's wearing like... I don't even know what to, how to... Exp- no, actually, at this point, he didn't have all the bandages on his face anymore. His face was just all fucked up. So he walks in. He did have a, he did have a bandage on his nose. On his nose. Yeah, he got the big nose one that knows that he's clearly addicted to something. No one else has yeah. that unless you're addicted <laughs> to some shit. <laughs> First of all, who... 
instead of like paying some homeless dude to beat the shit out of you, who decides that a better story is I beat the shit out of my wife and then my brother-in-law beat the shit out of me. <laughs> like that is, yeah. a, that is, that starts to make me think that he actually is crazy again because he thought I was like, Oh, that's a good story. That's going to be my, MO I think the for crazier this. part is that the, the liquor store clerk goes, yeah, buddy, pound it. That's what I'm saying. That's what this dude fucking deserves to get his gun stolen and his ass kicked. Because this weirdo says, I just beat my wife. He smiles and he says, oh, well, this is where I hold my gun. And he fucking takes yeah. his gun out and shows it to him. It's like, what the fuck are you right. doing? San Francisco had not turned yet. Once again, we were not in the era of being robbed in broad daylight via screwdriver point. So, <laughs> no, turned was- a corner. Anyway. Fuck that guy. So... <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story. Fuck that guy. You know what? Yeah, I didn't exactly. have a least favorite character. I just found one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Scorpio beats the guy over the head with the bottle of liquor that he just bought, and um, then steals the guy's gun. Also grabs a a, a pint of Jamo, and <laughs> just skips his way out of there. <laughs> he limps his way out of there. Um, so then we cut scene to Scorpio running up the stairs, trying to catch a school bus, which he promptly hijacks. Very efficiently, too, and he keeps everybody under control. Yeah, good at crowd control. (laughs) Until it's It's, not. Until he's not good at crowd control. And then he just starts pimp-smacking kids in the face, and everything falls apart real fast. It was was under control until he literally beat up every single person on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why everything just came to pieces. I just... Fuck, I was trying to establish discipline and fucking dominance, and I just beat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> you know, the bus driver's screaming. Jesus. <laughs> She's trying to take a ride into, like, uh, San Quentin prison. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> no! Yeah. No, the next right. <laughs> um, so then this turns into uh, speed. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I yeah, mean, kind of. really fast. I was waiting for Keanu to jump off the fucking bridge, but, you know. Oh, where's Sandra? Well, like, well. Well, so so then Harry gets called to the mayor's office again. Mayor gets a call from Scorpio saying, hey, I want, I got a uh, bunch of school kids on a bus. I want 200K um, and a plane. Uh, The mayor says, or the mayor, the chief of police says, Harry, can you be the fucking, you know, (laughs) The bag man again and Harry goes, the fucking yeah, Harry goes, balls on them. Right. He goes, oh chuck my, my helmet and <laughs> I'm getting out of here. And then he, he goes full fucking like rogue Rambo on Dude. it and just goes and takes care of the problem himself. Hold on. Before that, though, the, co- the the wording of the mayor, you will not be molested in any way. He says, we will not molest you twice. It's like, yeah. Poor choice of words when you're talking to a crazy serial killer who has a fucking school bus hostage. Right. Certainly can't say that about the kids. <laughs> no, but you like know. Nikki was walking by. She's like, did he just say that he's not going to molest him? <laughs> like, yes, he did. Yeah. 70s so, you know, lingo. Yeah. Some language definitely has uh, brought some baggage with it these days. Um, you know, but you can clearly see why this mayor was quickly voted out of office and then became a shitty dean at a shitty university later in life. So (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) Also, were you guys expecting them to be like, hey, Harry, we want you to take the money, but we want you to shoot that son of a bitch. Like I was expecting (laughs) that. I was expecting them to be like, you, you be the bag man again. And they were being like, oh, he'll behave himself. Just no, either way. I was, I was, 
Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting this to happen. I was expecting Harry. Harry at some point was going to tell all these fuckers to. The only the only real way to get rid of this guy is through violence and action. Let's put a fucking and, hole through his forehead. Yeah. So, you know, the Scorpio's on the, he has the bus full of kids. They're singing the wheels and the bus go around and around. They cross the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, then he starts smack, pimp smacking a couple of them around, keep them in line, which I didn't really hate. And, uh, I miss my mommy. Shut up. I'll kill your parents. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Which seemed reasonable to me. If I was, if I'm a teacher, that's, I'm employing that. Um, (laughs) and then, uh, all of a sudden we see Harry ominously standing on top of a railroad bridge that. That goes over the Fuck road yeah. that the bus is driving on, and he jumps on top of the bus. It's such a oh fucking badass God. shot. God damn. I mean, that is the man with no face right there, just standing out for his shootout, standing over a bridge in San Fran, just waiting for it. Yeah. I was hoping Loved that it. they would throw in, like, a good, bad, and the ugly, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, when you see him right. on top of the fucking wah, bridge. Wah, him just, like, wah. just dancing his fingers yeah. around his holster, yeah. just waiting for it. Just Lee Van Cleef sh- just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but at this point, it's... Where the fuck did uh, Lee Van Cleef come from? <laughs> but it's Lee Van Cleef from um, Escape from New York, so he has a one earring in his ear. <laughs> just like, that, oh, yeah, man, that's exactly. a weird look, dude. <laughs> you are a lot better in the Man With No Name trilogy than you are in this one. <laughs> so that's another thing, too. This was a real stunt. So he Eastwood literally, as you can see, too, in the shot, he jumped from the bridge onto that bus. Yeah. For real. Badass motherfucker, Fucking dude. 41-year-old dude. Badass, yeah. Yep. You know, he wasn't mm-hmm. stretching before he did that. It's the 70s. You know, he's just... No, of course not. It's like another yeah. cigarette. Dude. All right, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, he, he, he chain-smoked yep. six cigarettes in the matter of 30 seconds before jumping onto that thing and still did it. And he also still managed to inhale an entire hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't yeah. choke when he jumped, when he landed on the on the bus. If you look real close, he was chewing the entire scene. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Eastwood. Yeah, so Harry j- jumps on top of the bus. Um, Scorpio starts firing, telling the bus driver to swerve. They end up in this quarry, and uh, Scorpio makes a break for it, trying to get away from Harry, and he starts running around all the quarry machinery, and they start shooting each other, shooting at each other, and um, they don't hit anybody. Scorpio sees some fucking ginger kid fishing by the by the lake, he basically sees a young me <laughs> fishing say, by the lake. Tim, a young Tim. <laughs> this actor and, was um, Scorpio's uh, son-in-law, or not son-in-law? Excuse me, stepson. Really? Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious! Great. Yep. Does he beat his stepson too? <laughs> Does he put him at gunpoint in real life from time yeah. to time? Because the kid seemed really cool about the whole situation <laughs> relative to what was actually happening. He's so. like, "Yeah, my dad does this a lot." That's fine. Let's just go in the seventies, guys. What do you want from me? So yeah, he takes the kid hostage. Harry doesn't care. He wings him with one of the bullets, and then we come back to the fucking iconic scene of the movie, where Harry. Neither of them know did Harry shoot five bullets or six bullets, and Harry gives the great line, "Do you feel lucky, punk?" And the guy goes for the gun, and Harry fucking blasts him right in the chest into the lake. Fantastic. It was good. Yeah. Full Joker again by Scorpio. Mm -hmm. Just weird, weird moaning that he does when he got shot. Like, I can't even mimic it. And then his weird, like, hysterical laughing. 
It's like he is a prototype of like any Joker character. You know, he's like if the Joker fucked a frog because of that face. It's the face. It's so like the guy's features are just a little bit strange where it's just like, hey, but I, I meant to uh, mention this earlier, John. So that Scorpio, he's the um, the dad in the first Hellraiser movie. The one that the uncle then takes like they they kill him and they take like his body. <laughs> they skin him. And yeah, take his skin. that's him. Huh? Yeah, the one come oh, to daddy. Shit. Team. Yeah, that guy. Oh, okay. Jesus okay. Christ. Okay, Andrew Robinson, you yeah, silly, weird little fuck. Yeah, he's a weird motherfucker. He was mm-hmm. also in Child's Play. No shit. Also, and for the Trekkies out there, apparently he was in Star Trek: D Space Nine. The fuck knows? Fuck. There was another thing I wanted to mention earlier, which would have been funny, but he was he's a he's a uh, a pacifist. So they had to halt production at oh one point. God. There's no trivia. I have no other trivia, but they had to halt production at one point because he kept on flinching every single time he'd fire a gun. Oh my God. <laughs> so they had these dramatic scenes of him getting ready to kill somebody. He's just like fucking all over the place. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we can clearly see that. Yes. That, uh, um, Clint Eastwood has a wonderful eye for talent. This is the guy that needs to play it. He's scared of shooting weapons, but he's supposed to be a murderer. Like what? He's the a pacifist. He's yeah, a, but he's a pacifist. We want you to be a serial killer hmm. in this movie. Are you comfortable with guns? I'm a pacifist. You got the job. Damn it. <laughs> you get it. Oh, wow. He was uh, in Dukes of Hazard back in, uh, the eighties. Huh. And right, Liberace. <laughs> really? So, yeah. So yeah. then Harry, Harry throws his badge in the lake, being like, I'm done with this policing thing, except for the next five movies. There's I'm no way there's going to be four more of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the movie ends. Perfect ending. Yeah. Great ending. I love the ending of this movie. Yeah. Boom. And then mm-hmm. it's just so weird because this is the time. The movie ends and then that's it. Like all the credits happen in the beginning. <laughs> so it's like, it's I've been watching so many Marvel movies recently. That like the movie ends and then there's still like 15 minutes of like technical film left. And then in this, I like want to pause it as he's about to go into that, you know, do you feel lucky scene? Yeah. And I'm like, there is two minutes and 20 seconds left in this entire thing. And then it's done. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's Fantastic. just over. Holy shit. A movie that just ends. Pan <gasps> out, done. Oh my yep. God. Touchstone of a, of a good cop movie though is when the cop just then throws his badge in the water. Yeah, fuck this shit. Yeah. I can't but do this anymore. Yeah. Hey, but at least he kept his ID. <laughs> That's how you knew he was coming back. Um, yeah, so... I don't have any trivia. <laughs> That's fine. I, You know, I don't think they... They, they didn't so. have trivia in the 70s. You just made mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. you know? Let's, let's go straight into uh, favorite, least favorite character, Max. Favorite's gonna be Harry. Or Scorpio, one or the other. It's going to be a combo, probably. And then my least favorite yeah. is going to be the liquor store clerk. You got what was coming to you, <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, a good choice. Don't give, don't give a fucking wife beater a high five for beating his wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do that, yeah. and then you're going to get fucking pistol whipped and all your shit stolen. No wonder why yeah. you've had like six break-ins in the last month, you piece <laughs> yeah. of shit. They're all by his ex-wife who used to be. <laughs> 
so yeah, my favorite, you know, go fucking figure is going to be Harry. Um, I haven't seen a good Clint Eastwood movie in a long time. And like one of the, the only movies that I ever really based like my opinion of Clint Eastwood off of is uh, Kelly's Heroes, funny enough. So this was like a good mm-hmm. change of pace for me, especially since yep. I hadn't seen the film before. So it was a lot of good. Um, I'm, I was much more excited to watch this in Casablanca. Uh, <laughs> but my least favorite is actually going to be the mayor. Um, who is played Ooh, by choice. John Vernon. Yeah. I just really don't fucking get it. Like, I mean, he's a very hateable mayor because the mayor always has to be a shithead in like every movie, no matter what movie you're making. doesn't mm-hmm. matter the genre. Right. The mayor's a shithead. So it makes sense. I mean, you got Jaws, Godzilla, serial killer movie. The mayor's always a shithead. Fuck this guy. Yeah, hate ass. him. Yeah. yeah that's what I was the mayor's up my ass. I was expecting <laughs> that. I wanted it. I wanted it so badly in this. Right, come yeah. on. Give me one. <laughs> Um, I, my favorite character, I mean, listen, we could all go score, but we could go with Harry. I mean, my favorite character, it has to be, what's her name, Max? Hot Mary. <laughs> hot Mary. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing, peeping at Hot Mary? My favorite mm. is Hot Mary. Mm. You know, who, who, who wouldn't want to fucking, uh, what's, what do they call it? Um, a man. <laughs> Who would want to? Who would want to? Who would want to pie hawker her? You know. <laughs> who would want to fuck oh. a San Francisco 49ers lineman in the 1970s? Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Lois was also in Gremlins and Child's Play three as well. Huh. Lois. Uh, hot Mary. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Child's Play three. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What Ooh. a credit. That's not a good. Yeah. One. yeah. There you are. And the third Exorcist. We knew that was good. Anyways. Mm. Um, all right, so my least favorite is the fucking doctor who just like was walking <laughs> yeah. around. Let me think, let me think. He was he was like he was a Woody Allen character. In the, <laughs> I did not give a fuck. Yeah. I'm trying Ying. to think. Ooh. Trying to think. You're not thinking, dude. You're going to the cabinet. I can see you thinking in your head about what which yeah. medication you gotta go get this fucking junkie who's going through withdrawals right now. Right. Do you just take a morphine pill, Doc? Let me think. Let it me helps think. it helps me think. <laughs> More. Uh, I think I need more. I think I need more morphine. I think I need more morphine. I think... Doctor, you've said that like six times in a row. Yeah, I don't get it for me, goddammit. I don't know where it is. I can't see. From all the morphine. Um, Alright, what are you guys ratings? You know what? I'll give this one a Dutch waffle in a yellow leather bag. Right. Solid rating. Cool. Oh. Tell you you're very impressed with the movie, John. Oh, well, you know. I'm going to give this just one. What the hell were those groovy chicks doing with that naked girl in that apartment? Yep. Ooh, that's what that's I wanted. That's the know. first yeah. time. I've known you for a long time, Max, and I've never heard you use the word groovy before. Those are some groovy chicks. It, it fit. Some, All of that fit. It, it definitely groovy, groovy fit. Chicks. I want to know if they were going to be going on a vision where they got to just go fuck each other. Like, what were they doing? Is it just like non-sexual to you know just take your clothes oh. off be free humans hot yoga it's hot yoga mixed mm, with a fucking hippie jam band i mean you know maybe a little drum circle that's it yeah it's probably <laughs> Tell you nothing what, as awesome as we want it to be their hippie jam out it's not gonna go well when they start hearing a machine gun firing from the floor above them <laughs> on the roof <laughs> uh, that would have been great if harry then wanted to get his binoculars again he's like oh, hold on hold on and see what they're doing now yeah hold on what the fuck oh, are, are you they, guys got oh, they're all you, cuddling the one 
The one thing that did disappoint me in this movie is if you look at Harry looking through those binoculars, he has them upside down, <laughs> which is annoying. I'm like, ah, oh, Clint, you can't, shit. you can't be the guy that has the fucking binoculars upside down. But he does. Oh my here. God. They're, they're they're totally upside down. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a rating of. 200 pounds of fucking Mary's Yabo meat in, <laughs> Jesus um, out of 2,000 seconds of Scorpio yells that comprise this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of this was remixed to like literally layer on top of like some horror movie with a monster. Like that. That's- yeah. It was disturbing. His his yells were fucking disturbing. Every time yeah. he yelled, I had to turn the volume down. And it was yeah. just me, my wife, and my dog in the house, and I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> also, 200 pounds of yabos is what uh, Mary weighed when her fucking tits were just hanging over the uh, <laughs> over the doorway. The windowsill? <laughs> over the yeah. windowsill as she's weighing herself, like Homer yeah. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true, dude. Uh, we got well, any jelly, John? Oh, jelly time. Jelly time's limited this week, but that's okay because we got Clayton. Clayton, my dude. Tim honestly was offended that you didn't talk shit about him, so he knows that you're lying and that you don't like us, but that's okay because we really did appreciate the comment. Made the week for us. Once again, the world's still fucking ending, so we need to pick me up whenever we can get it. So as usual, follow us and like us on the Twitter lands at HM Popcorn Pod and the Instagrills at Hold My Popcorn underscore podcast and lastly you know what fuck it don't email me email tim at tdbackrow at gmail.com once again email tim at tdbackrow at gmail.com and with that i got nothing else seduces fuckers we will make a solemn promise to all of our fans that email the podcast in some way or shape or form that anyone who emails doesn't matter if you want to just shit on us or say good stuff we will send you a signed picture of Derek Paco Brady's belly button. <laughs> I will not be paying for the mailing. I was hoping you were going to say asshole, but nope. It's nope. been outlawed. Well, I'm not it's... even allowed to say it. I get in trouble for bringing it up every time. Now, well, so, John, if you isolate it, they look the same. <laughs> That's a good point. They're both black holes. They're, They're both, both black, black holes and hairy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Before we go. Well, on that note, before okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> are we going to talk about whether or not the existence of Audis and Innies in the uh, the anal neighborhood? Like what? What are we talking about? No, no. Um, recommendations. So instead of doing a typical movie recommendation, because we're an hour and forty minutes into this, I want to mm-hmm. do a Clint Eastwood recommendation for John. So the first one that came to mind is Unforgiven. Have you seen that movie, John? Mm. I don't believe I've seen Unforgiven. Ooh, boy, okay, well, such yeah. a good movie. Great. Yeah. Best picture, best director. Which was Eastwood. Awesome movie. Honestly, the one I've been wanting to watch, I've just never, the mood's never stricken me quite right, is um, Gran Torino. I've wanted to watch that for a long time. It's not bad. Gran Torino's good. Yeah. Yeah, And I know it's a little bit outside of the usual Clint Eastwood kind of thing, but, you know. I'm I'm glad you didn't say Space Cowboys. 
No, no, I've, <laughs> I, I've seen that. That one's worth it for like just watching a bunch of old men just talk about their erectile dysfunction in outer space. Like that's all that's good for. Ugh, a bunch of old men talking about that that happened 27 years ago. It's like, Jesus Christ, yeah. they're all still fucking alive doing movies. Yeah, how the fuck that's even possible? I know Donald Sutherland's the only one who steals that fucking film where yeah. he's just like everything. He's like, no, this is good for the libido. He's like 75, barely <laughs> breathing. Yeah. Great. What about you, Tim? Any uh, Eastwood recommendations for John? I mean, to be honest, like the, the Man With No Name trilogy yeah. is the best. They are the best Westerns ever made. Yeah, yeah. Fact of the matter, like Fistful of Dollars for a few dollars more. Um, Shit, I'm blanking on the good, most Good, bad, the ugly. One. Good, no, good, bad, no, the good, ugly. bad, and the ugly. Yeah. I mean, you cannot get a better Western than those. Like, Clint yeah. Eastwood in those is the iconic Western cowboy, like, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I think more iconic than fucking John Wayne at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, a lot time. less fucking baggage, apparently. So. Yeah. Right. For sure. I don't know if you've seen those, John, I, but I would recommend those highly. You know, I'd seen them bits and pieces. I know I've seen them when I was much, 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 much younger, um, when I still had fresh brain cells being produced. And uh, I, since then, I'm not sure. So I'm going to have to. And I, I've got a long stretch ahead of me, so I think I might be able to pinch some of these out. Worst case, so we'll make you watch it at some point because we'll do it. We'll just do okay. the whole, all three of them at some point. All right. And all of all our right. lives will hate us for that. Provided we can do Kelly's Heroes. <laughs> you got it, buddy. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, okay, John. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Tim's over here just jacking it. Well, I'm glad that this was a quick episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it. I'm <laughs> never going to ask hours. for that again, ever. I told you I told you, I had a lot of notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was good. This is actually the closest to an actual movie podcast that we've ever gotten to in a long time, as you said. We got real deep at a couple bones yeah. about mm-hmm. the cinematography stuff. We got dangerously close to acting like we know what we're talking about there for a minute. Yeah, exactly. That's rough. Speaking of of film stuff, another thing I wanted to say was just the fact that, like, I loved how they filmed Eastwood in, like, the third-person view and how he would, like, go through multiple rooms before they established, like, the actual scene. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Didn't show that. Because it it honestly, what it did is it, it put you in the setting rather than, like, it, it, it set you in like where you were. It you were in San realistic. Francisco. You were in the mayor's office. You know. Yeah, it just felt more real. All these movies right. kind of feel more real because they didn't have the steady cam. Like it just felt like there's somebody just kind of walking with you, moving around. Right. But okay. Fun times. All right. Bye, All right, everyone. bye everybody. Bye, Take y'all. Days of suckers. Sleep well. Sleep tight. Love y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye. Y'all come back now. You hear? Okay. Bye. <laughs> Okay, bye.